Hello, everyone. Praise the Lord. Let's give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory. Hallelujah. Father, we give you all praise and honor and glory for you are worthy to be praised. Thank you, almighty God, for watching over us throughout the night and our families. Thank you, Lord, for watching over this great nation of ours. Father, we ask, almighty God, that you go before us today in this word and help us to understand it. And Lord, we ask, Father, that we take this word and utilize it, Father, and be a help to others with it. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time with you and your word, Lord. We thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone, we're going to get started right away. We are reading in the epistles of Ignatius and... Uh, to the Sumerians. Okay, Ignatius, who is also called uh, Theophias to the Church of God the Father and of the beloved Jesus Christ, which God hath mercifully blessed with every good gift, being filled with faith and charity, so that this is wanted in no gifts, most worthy of God and fruitful in saints, the Church which is at Samaria in Asia, all joy through his immaculate spirit and the word of God. I glorify God, even Jesus Christ, who has given you such wisdom, for I have observed that you are settled in an immovable faith as if you were nailed as if you were nailed to the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, both in flesh and in spirit, and are confirmed in love through the blood of Jesus Christ, being fully persuaded of those things which relate unto our Lord, who truly was of the race of David according to the flesh, but the Son of God according to the will of the power of God, truly both of the virgin and baptized of John, that so all righteous might be fulfilled by him. He was also truly crucified by Pontius Pilate and Herod and treachery being nailed for us in the flesh by the fruit of which we are even by his most blessed passion, that he might set up a token for all ages through the resurrection to all his holy and faithful servants, whether they be Jewish or Gentiles, in one body of <clears throat> in one body uh, of his church. Now all these things he surfaced. Now, mind you, he's saying this, but previously he said he did not want to be aligned with the Judaists, okay? Um we're going to check the Judaists out because um, you can't say, and I'm going to repeat this again, um, uh, for all ages through his resurrection to all his holy and faithful servants, whether they be Jews or Gentiles. Judaists were Jews uh, in one body of his church. Either you are or you're not. You can't accept and not accept. The Lord says you have to accept all, including your enemies. And we all know that stuff. Okay, let's move on. Now all these things he suffered for us that we might be saved. And he suffered truly as he also uh, truly raised up himself. And not as some unbelievers say that he only seemed to suffer. They themselves only seem to be, seeming to be. And as they believe, so shall it happen unto them. When being uh, divested of the body, they shall become mere spirits. But I know that even after his resurrection, he was in the flesh and... I believe that he was, he is still so. <laughs> hmm. 
And, okay, notice he says, but I know that even after his resurrection, he was in the flesh, and I believe that he is still so. Now, was he in the flesh or was he in the spirit? Hey, that's a question, right? Uh, was Jesus Christ in the flesh after the resurrection or was he in the spirit? Someone write in and tell me what you think. And when he came to those who were with Peter, he said unto them, Take handle me and see that I am not an incorruptible demon. And straightway they felt and believed, being convinced both by his flesh and spirit. For this cause they despised death and were found to be above it. But after his resurrection, he did eat and drink with them, and he was flesh, although as to his spirit he was united to the Father. Now these things, beloved, this is chapter 2, put you in mind of not questioning, but that you yourselves also believe that they are also. But I arm you beforehand against certain beasts in this shape of men, whom you must not only not receive, but if it be possible, must not meet with. Only you may pray for them, uh, that if uh, it be the will of God, they may repent which yet will be very hard, but of this our Lord Jesus Christ has the power, who is our true life. For if all these things were done only in show of our Lord, then do I also seem only to be bound. And why have I given up myself to death, to the fire, to the sword, to wild beasts? But now the near but now the nearer I am uh, to the sword, the nearer I am to God. When I shall come among the wild beasts, I shall come to God. Only in the name of Jesus Christ, I undergo all to suffer. Uh, together with him, he who was made a perfect man uh, strengthened me, whom some not knowing do deny, or rather have been denied by him, being the advocate of death rather than of uh, the truth, whom neither the prophecies nor the law of Moses has uh, persuaded, nor the gospel itself even to this day, nor the sufferings of every one of us, for they think also the same thing of us. For what does a man profit me if he shall praise me and blaspheme my Lord, not confessing that he was truly man-made? Now he that doeth not say this does in effect deny him and is dead. But for the name of such as do this, they... Being unbelievers, I thought it not fitting to write them unto you. Yea, God forbid that I should make my mention of them till they uh, shall repent to a true belief of Christ's passion, which is our resurrection. Let no man receive himself, both the things which are in heaven and the glories angels and princes, whether visible or invisible, if they believe not in the blood of Christ, it shall be to them to condemnation. He that is able to receive this, let him receive it. Uh, let no man, place, or state in the world puff him up, that which is worthy of his faith and charity, to which nothing to be prepared.
Um, Fourteen, but consider those who are of different opinions from us as to what concerns the grace of Jesus Christ, which is come unto us, how contrary they are to the design of God. They have no regard to charity, they care of um, no care of the widow, the fatherless and the oppressed of the bond or the free of the hungry or the thirsty. And that basically hasn't changed. That's still going on today. They obtain from the Eucharist and from the public office because they confess not the Eucharist to be the flesh of our Savior, Jesus Christ, which is suffering for our sins and which the father of his goodness raised again from the dead and for this course contradicting the gift of God they die in their disputes um, but much better whom it be for them to receive it that they might one day raise through it uh, it will therefore become you to obtain from such persons it will therefore become you to abstain from such persons and not to speak with them, neither in uh, private nor public, but to hearken to the prophets and especially to the gospel in which both Christ's passion is manifested unto us and his resurrection perfectly declared. But flee all division and beginning of evils. Chapter 3. See that ye all follow your bishops uh, in, Christ, in Jesus Christ the Father and the presbytes as the apostles. And reverence the deacons as the as the as the command of God. Let no man do anything of what belongs to the church separate from the bishop. Let the interest he looked upon as well establish, which is either offered by the bishop, uh, which is either offered by the bishop or by... Uh, or by him to whom the bishop has given his consent. Uh, whatsoever the bishop shall appear, there let the people also be, as where Jesus Christ is, there is the Catholic Church. So that says it all in a nutshell right there, okay? Because... I was waiting for this. <laughs> As I'm reading this man talking about various um, uh, parts, this one represents God, and this one, uh, immediately, that's where my mind went, okay? Um, so he's basically putting this, uh, uh, this into what the Romans did. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, it is not lawful without the bishop neither to baptize nor to celebrate the holy commissions, but whatsoever he shall approve of, that it also pleasing unto God, that so whatsoever is done may be sure and well done. Okay, so this is what was going on at that time. All right. We know today that you don't need anybody to come to God. You can stop right where you're at right now and come to God. But nevertheless, let's continue on. For what remains, it is very reasonable that we should repent whilst there is yet time to return unto God. It is good thing to have a due regard both to God and to the bishop. He that 
uh, honors the bishop shall be honored of God, but he that does anything without his knowledge minister unto the devil. Let all these things therefore abound to you in the charity, seeing that ye are worthy. Uh, ye have refreshed me in all things, so shall Jesus Christ you. Um, ye have loved me both when I was present with you and now being absent, ye uh, cease not to do so. May God be your reward from whom wilt ye undergo all things ye shall obtain unto him. Uh, ye have done well in ye have received Philip Leo and Rias and Agthropus, who followed me from the word of God as the deacons of Christ our God, who also gave thanks unto the Lord for you for as much as you have refreshed them in all things. Uh, nor shall anything that you have done be lost to you. My soul be for yours and my bonds, which ye have not despised nor been ashamed of, wherein neither shall Jesus Christ, our perfect faith, be ashamed of you. Your prayers is come to the church of Antioch, which is in Syria, for whence being since bound with chains becoming God, I saluted the church, being not worthy to call from thence as being the least among them. Nevertheless, by the will of God, I have been thought worthy of his uh, of this honor, nor for that I think I have deserved it, but by the grace of God, which I wish may be perfectly given unto me, that through your prayers I may obtain, I may obtain unto God, and therefore that your work may be full fully accomplished, both upon earth and heaven, it will be fitting and far, it will be fitting and for the, um, for the honor of God that your church appoint some worthy delegate who, uh, being come as far as Syria, may rejoice together with them that they are in peace and <clears throat> and that they are again restored to their former state and have again received their proper body. Wherefore, I should think it is a worthy action to send someone from you with an epistle to conjugate with them their peace in God. <clears throat> and that though your prayers, and that through your prayers, <clears throat> they have now gotten to their harbor. For as for inasmuch as ye are perfect yourselves, you ought to think those things that are perfect. For when you are desirous to do well, Jesus is ready to enable you there until <clears throat> the laws of the brethren that are at Thales salute you from whence I write to you by Berhas, whom you sent with me together with the Ephesians, your brethren, and who have in all things refreshed me. And I would to God that all would uh, imitate him as being a patent of ministry of God. May his grace fully reward him. I salute your very worthy bishop 
and your venerable presbyter and their deacons may follow servants and all of you in the general and everyone in the practical particular in the name of Jesus Christ and in the flesh and blood in his passion and resurrection both freshly and spiritually and in the unity of God with you. Grace be with you and mercy and peace and patience forevermore. I salute the families of my brethren with their wives and children and virgins that are called widows. Uh, be strong in the widow. Uh, be strong in the power of the Holy Ghost. Philo, who is present with me, salutes you. I salute the house of Tavis and uh, pray that it may be strengthened in faith and charity, both of flesh and spirit. I salute Alice, my well-beloved, together with the incomparable deafness and your technus, and all by name, farewell in the grace of God. Okay. Now we're going to get into his epistle to Polycarp. Let me just get a little something here. Okay. <clears throat> Ignatius, who is also called Theophus, to Polycock, Bishop of the Church, which is at Samaria, their overseer, but rather himself overlooked by God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, all happiness, having known that there, that thy mind towards God is fixed as it were upon the immovable rock, I exceedingly give thanks that I have been thought worthy to behold thy blessed face in which May I always rejoice in God. Wherefore, I beseech thee by the grace of God, with which thou art clothed to press forward in thy course and to exalt all others, that they may be saved. Maintain thy place with all care, both of flesh and spirit, and make it thy endeavor to preserve unity, than which nothing is better. Bear with all men, even as the Lord with thee. Support all in love, as also thus thou doest. Pray without ceasing. Ask more understanding than what thou already hast. Uh, be watchful in having thy spirit always awake. Speak to everyone according as God shall enable thee, bear the iniquities of all as perfect cumbents. Where the labor is great, the grain is the more. If thou shalt love the good disciple, what think is it? But rather do thou subject to thee those that are mischievous, in in meekness. Every wound is not healed with the same plaster. If the accessories of the disease be vehement, uh, modify them with soft remedies. Be in all things wise as a serpent, but harmless as a dove. For this cause thou art composed of flesh and spirit, that thou mayest modify those things that appear before thy face. And as for those that are not seen, pray to God that he would reveal them unto me, 
unto thee, that so thou mayest be wanting in nothing, but mayest abound in every gift. The time demands thee as the pilots, the wing, the winds, and he that is tossed in a tempest, that uh, the haven where he would be, uh, that thou mayest obtain unto God. Be sober as the combatant of God, the crown proposed to thee is immor immorality and eternal life concerning which thou art also fully persuaded. And I will be thy surely, and I will be thy surety in all things and my bounds which thou hast loved. Uh, let not those that seem worthy of credit, but teach other doctrines, disturb thee. Stand firm and immovable as an, as an anvil when it is broken, uh, excuse me, as an anvil when it is beaten upon. Um... It is the part of a brave combatant to be wounded and yet overcome. But especially we ought to endure all things for God's sake that he may bear with us. Uh, be every day better than other. Um, consider the times and expect him who is above all time, eternal, uh, invisible, through, uh, th uh, though for our sake made visible, um, impalable and impassable, yet for us rejected to suffering, uh, for us subjected to suffering, enduring all manner of ways following salvation. Okay, uh, chapter two. Let not the widow be neglected, and be thou, uh, be thou after God their guardian. Uh, let nothing be done without the knowledge and consent. Neither do thou anything but according to the will of God, as also thou doest with all, uh, with all conscience. Let your assembly be more full. Inquire into all by name. Overlook not the man and maidservant, neither let them be pulled up, but rather let them be the more subjected to the glory of God, that they may obtain from him a better liberty. Let them not desire to be set free at the public course, that they be not slave to their own host, own lust, excuse me. Flee evil arts, or rather make not any mention of them. Say to my sister that they love the Lord and be sanctified with their own Husbands, both in the flesh and spirit. In like manner, escort my brethren to the, to the name of Jesus Christ, that they love their wives, even as the Lord the church. If any man can remain in, if any man can remain in a virgin state to honor of the flesh of Christ, let him remain without boasting. But if he boast he is undone and if he desires to be more taken notice of than the bishop he is corrupted but it becomes all such as are married whether man or woman to come together with the consent of the bishop that so their marriage may be according to the to the godliness and not in lust. Let all things be done to the honor of God. 
Hearken unto the bishop that God also may hearken unto you. My soul be security for them that submit to their bishop with their presbyters and deacons, and may uh, may uh, my portion be together with theirs in God. Labor with one another and contend together, run together, suffer together, sleep together, raise together as the stewards and, and assessors and ministers of God. Please him under whom ye war and from whom ye receive your wages. Let none of you be found a deserter, but let your baptism remain as your arms, your faith as your helmets, your charity as your spear, and your patience as your whole armor. Let your works be your charge, that so you may receive a suitable reward. Be long-suffering, therefore, towards each other in meekness, as God is towards you. Let me have joy for you in all things. Okay, now we're going to move on into chapter 3. This is chapter 3, and it'll be the last chapter of Polycarp. Okay, now for as much as the church of Antitoch and Caesarea is, as I am told, uh, through your prayers, I also have been the more comforted and without care in God. If so be that by suffering I shall obtain unto God that through your prayers I may be found a disciple of Christ. It will be very fit or most worthy. Polycop, I call a select council and chose uh, someone whom ye particularly love and who is patient of labor. Excuse me. Okay. I lost my place here for a second. Okay, I found it. That he may be the messenger of God, and that uh, going unto uh, Syria, he may glorify your incessant love to the praise of Christ. A Christian has not the power of himself, but must be always at leisure for God's service. Now this work is both God and yours, when ye shall have perfected it. For I truly, through the grace of God, that ye are ready to every good work that is fitted for you in the Lord. Uh, knowing therefore your earnest affection for the truth, I have exalted you by these short letters, but for as much as I have not been able to write to all churches because I must suddenly sail from Taurus to Nepolis, for so is the command of those to whose pleasure I am subjected. Do you write to the churches that are near you as being instructed in the will of God that they also uh, may do in like manner. Let those that are, let those that are able send messages, and let the rest send their letters by those who shall be sent by you, that you may be glorified to all eternity of which uh, you are worthy. I salute all by name, particularly the wife of. Ephitropus, with all her house and children, I salute Atus, many well, uh, many well beloved. 
I salute him who shall be thought worthy to be sent by you in Syria. Uh, let grace be ever with him and with Polycarp, who sent him. I wish you um I wish you all happiness in our God Jesus Christ, in whom continued in the unity and perfection of God. I salute Alice, my well beloved. Farewell in the Lord. Okay, and that was the end of the letter to Polycarp. Okay, we have the letter to Philip of the Philippians. And then uh, we will be moving into the book of Hermes tomorrow. So let's finish up these letters from uh, Ignis uh, to these different churches, okay? So this is the epistle of Polycock uh, to the Philippians, okay? Uh, Polycock is, is an associate of Ignatius. Okay, Polycock and the Presbyters that are with him to the church of God, which is at the Philippi, mercy unto you and peace from God Almighty and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, he multiplied. I rejoice greatly with you in our Lord Jesus Christ that ye receive the images of a true love and accompanied as it is beloved you, those who were in bonds becoming saints, which are of the crowns of such as are truly chosen by God our Lord. And also that the root of faith which was preached from ancient times remains firm in you to this day and brings forth fruit to our Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered himself uh, to be brought even to the death for our sins, whom God hath raised up, having loosened the pangs of death, whom having not seen ye love, in whom through now we see him not, yet believing ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, into which many desire to enter, knowing that by grace ye are saved, and not by works, but by the will of God through Jesus Christ. Wherefore, grinding up the, the loins of your minds, serving the Lord with fear and in truth, and laying aside all empty and vain speech, and the error of many believing in him that raised up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead and have given him glory and a throne at his right hand, to whom all things are made subject, both that are in heaven and that are in earth, whom every living creature shall worship, who shall come to be the judge of the quick and the dead, whose blood God shall require of them that believe in him. But he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also raise up us in like manner if we do his will and walk according to his commandments, and love those things which he loved. Abstaining from all unrighteousness, inordinate affections, and love of money, for evil speaking, from evil speaking and false witnessing, uh, not rendering evil for evil, or railing for railing, or striking for striking, or cursing for cursing. But remembering what the Lord has taught us, saying, 
judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Be ye merciful, and ye shall obtain mercy. For with the same measure that you merit withal, it shall be mer- it shall be measured to you again, and again that blessed are the poor and they that are persecuted for righteousness sake, for there is the kingdom of God. Chapter two These things, my brethren, I took not the liberty of myself to write unto you concerning the righteousness, but you yourselves before encouraging me to do it. For neither can I nor any other such as I come up to the wisdom of the blessed and renowned Paul, who being himself in person with those who then lived, did with all all exacting and, and soundness teach the word of truth and being gone from you, write an apostle to you, in which if you look, you will be able to edify yourself in the faith that has been delivered unto you, which is the mother of all of us all, being followed with hope and led on by a general love, both towards God and towards Christ and towards our neighbor. For if any man has these things, he has fulfilled the law of righteousness. For he that has charity is far from all sin, but the love of money is the root of all evil. Knowing, therefore, that as we brought nothing in this world, we neither may we, neither may we carry anything out. Let us arm ourselves with the armor of righteousness. Okay, so this man is speaking of much that was written in the word. Uh, what he's saying is valid truth. <clears throat> over and over again, it's been said. Okay, let's see. Um, For if any man has these things, he has fulfilled the law of righteousness, for that uh, he charity is far from all sin. But the love of money, now notice he says the love of money, and we have heard this so many times. Uh, money, it leads to the root of evil. Man forgets all about God when it comes down to money. You know, that's the one thing men will fight over is money. You know, so that tells you right there. If something causes you to fight and argue, um, it ha- it has its roots in 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 evilness. Um, and then knowing, therefore, that as we brought nothing into this world, so neither may we carry anything out. Uh, right, we came into this world butt naked. Okay, and basically you're going to go out of this world pretty much naked. I mean, they don't really put much on you when you're going to a casket. Um, uh, Let's see. Um, Let's arm ourselves with the arm of righteousness. Absolutely. And teach ourselves first to walk according to the commandment of the Lord, and then your wives to walk likewise according to the faith that is given to them. 
in charity and in purity, loving their own husbands with all sincerity and all others alike with all temperance and to bring up their children and the instruction and the fear of the Lord. And I said this a while ago. Uh, the Lord tells you, bring, them, bring your child up the way you will have them to go. Well, just like anything else, you want a well-rounded kid. When I hear people say, oh, yeah, my kid does this and do that. Does your kid, does your kid know about God? Does your kid even go to a church once in a while? Uh, do you pray with your child? Do you sing, uh, sing hymns with your child? Do you and your child read the Bible together? Does your child know anything about the Bible? If the answer to any of these is no, then your child is not well-rounded, and that's something you need to work on. Because a well-rounded child is in and knows much about many things, okay? And this is should be at the top of the list. Uh, okay. Um, When you create something or make something, you know everything about that creation or the thing that you made. Well, it's the same thing when it comes to us. We need to know everything about the one that created us and made us, right? Just like we need to know about ourselves. Okay. Um, number eight. No, number seven. The widows likewise teach that they be sober as to what, uh, what concerns the faith of the Lord, praying always for all men, being far from all distraction, convectiousness, and from all evil, knowing that they are the altars of God, who sees all blemishes and far and far whom nothing is hid who searches out the very reasonings and thoughts and secrets of our hearts, knowing therefore that God is not mocking. We ought to walk worthy both of his command and of his glory. Also, the deacons must be blameless before him as the, as the ministers of God in Christ and not of him. Not false accusers, not double-tongued, not lovers of money, but moderate in all things, compassionate, carefully walking according to the truth of the Lord, who was the servant of all. Okay? Whom, if we please in this present world, we shall also be made partakers of that which is to come according as he has promised to us that he will raise us from the dead and that if we shall walk worthy of him, we shall also reign together with him if we believe. In like manner, the young, younger men must be unblameable in all things, above all, taking care of their purity and to restrain themselves from all evil. For it is good to be cut off from the lusts that are in the world, because every such lust weareth against the spirit, and neither fornicators nor effeminates nor abuses of themselves with mankind shall inherit the kingdom of God, nor they who do such things as are foolish and unreasonable. Okay, I, I hope everybody got the gist of that, because I'm going to read that again. Now, you're talking about young men, okay? Young men, above all, taking care of their purity, and to restrain themselves from all evil. 
for it is good to be cut off from the lusts that are in the world. What lust? Yeah, you guys know what they're talking about. Because every every such lust warrants against the spirit. Okay? And neither the fornicators nor eminents nor abusers of themselves abusers of yourself. Now how do you abuse yourself? Uh gentlemen, you know how you abuse yourself. With mankind shall inherit the kingdom of God. They shall not. Okay? It says, shall nor they who do such things as are foolish and unreasonable. Wherefore ye must, <clears throat> excuse me, therefore <clears throat> ye must needs <clears throat> abstain from all these things, being subjected to priests and deacons as unto God and Christ. The virgins admonish to walk in a spotless and pure conscience. And let the elders be compassionate and merciful towards all, turning them from their errors and seeking out those that are weak, not forgetting the widows and fatherless and the poor, but always providing what is good both in the sight of God and man, abstaining from all wrath, respect of person, and unjust judgment, and especially being free from all convectiousness. Not easy to believe anything against any, nor severe in judgment, knowing that we are all debtors in the point of sin. Absolutely. <clears throat> Don't think you're above sin because you're not. Because God said what? <clears throat> what did he say about man? Man's a sinner. <clears throat> That's why he came here. And even though you've accepted Christ, man still sins. <clears throat> he strives not to. Okay, 17. Not easy to believe anything against any, nor, nor serve uh, in, nor, uh, nor siver in judgment, knowing that we are all dead. Uh, debtors in point of sin. If anyone, 18, if any, if, if therefore we pray to the Lord that we would forgive us, that he would forgive us, for we are all in sight of our Lord and God, and must all stand before the judgment seat of Christ, and shall everyone give an account of himself. Let us therefore serve him in fear and with all reverence as both himself have commanded. I and as the apostles who have preached the gospel unto us and the prophets who have foretold the coming of our Lord have taught us being zealous of what is good, abstaining from all offense and from false brethren, and from those who bear the name of Christ in hypocrisy, who deserve vain men. For whosoever, this is chapter 3, whosoever does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, he is an antichrist. And whosoever does not confess his suffering upon the cross is for the from the devil, and whosoever pervert, perverts the oracle of the Lord to his own lust, and says that there shall neither be any resurrection nor judgment, he is the firstborn of Satan. Y'all heard that? Okay. 
All right, we're going to pause for a second and go to commercial. Okay, everyone, we're back. Um, okay, um, with supplication, uh, beseech all seeing God not to lead us into temptation, as the Lord have said. The spirit is truly willing, but the flesh is weak. Okay, that was uh, chapter four. We left out on chapter three. Um, for those of you who might missed it, I um, I'll reread chapter three again. Wherefore, leaving the vanity of many and their false doctrines, let us return to the word that was delivered to us from the beginning, watching unto prayer and per- and preserving in fasting. And then four was with supplication, beseeching the, uh, beseeching the all-seeing God, not to lead us into temptation, as the Lord have said. The spirit is truly willing, but the flesh is weak. Now we're moving into five. Let us therefore, without ceasing, hold steadfast to him who is our hope and the earnest of our righteousness, even Jesus Christ, who his own self bared our sins in his own body on the tree, who did not sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, but suffered all for us that we might live through him. Let us therefore imitate his patience, and if we suffer for him, for his name, let us glorify him for this example he has given us by himself, and so have we believed. Therefore, I exalt all of you that ye obey the word of righteousness and exercise all patience which ye have seen seen set forth before our eyes, not only in the blessed ignorance and Zuzumas and Rufus, but in others among yourselves and in Paul himself and the rest of the apostles, being confident of this, that all these have not run in vain, but in faith and righteousness and are gone to the place that was due to them from the Lord with whom they also suffered. For they love not their present world, but him who died and was raised again by God for us. Stand therefore in these things and follow the example of the Lord being firm and immutable in the faith, lovers of the brotherhood, lovers of one another, companion together in the truth, being kind and gentle towards each other, despising none, when it is in your power to do good, defer it not. For chastity, excuse me, for charity, (laughs) for charity delivered from death. Uh, Be all of you subject one to another, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that by your good works, but ye yourself may receive praise. And the Lord may not be blasphemed through you, but woe be to him by whom the name of the Lord is blasphemed. Therefore teach all men sobriety, in which do ye also exercise yourself. Uh, Chapter 4. I am greatly afflicted uh, for for Valens who... uh, who once presbyteered among you, that he should so little understand the place that was given to him in the church. Wherefore, I admonish you that ye abstain from convectiousness and that ye be chastened and true of speech. Uh, keep yourselves from all evil, for he that is... 
uh, he that in these things cannot govern himself, how shall he be able to prescribe them to another? If a man does not keep himself from covetousness, he shall be polluted with idolatry and be judged as if he were a Gentile. But who of you are ignorant of the judgment of God? Do we not know that the saints shall judge the world as Paul teaches? But I have neither perceived nor heard anything of this kind in you among whom the blessed Paul labored and who are named in the beginning of his epistle. For he glorifies of you in all the churches uh, when then only knew God, for we did not then know him. Wherefore, my brethren, I am exceedingly sorry uh, both for him and for his wife, to whom God grant a true repentance. And be ye also moderate upon uh, this, this occasion, excuse me, um, and be ye also moderate upon this occasion, but call, calling members that ye may save your whole body, for by so doing ye shall edify your own selves. For I trust that you are well exercised in the holy scriptures, and that nothing is hidden from you, but at present it is not granted unto me to practice that which is written. Be angry and sin not, and again, let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Blessed be he that believeth and remembereth these things, which also I trust you do. Now the God of the Father of Lord Jesus Christ, and he himself, who is our everlasting high priest, the Son of God, ever Jesus Christ, built you up in the faith and in the truth and in all meekness and linnet, in patience and long-suffering, in forbearance and chastity. Uh, and grant unto you a lot and proportion among his saints, and us with you and to all that are under the heavens who shall believe in our Lord Jesus Christ and in his Father who raised him from the dead. Pray for all the saints, praying also for the kings and also that they are um, all that are in authority and for those who persecute you and hate you and for the enemies of the cross that your fruit may be uh, may be manifested in all and that ye may be perfected in Christ uh, ye wrote to me both ye and also Ignis that if any one went from hence into Syria he should bring your letter with him which also I will take care of as soon as I shall have a convenient opportunity, either by myself or him whom I shall send upon your account. The epistles of Ignatius, which he wrote unto us, together uh, with others of his have come to our hands, and we have sent to you according to your orders, which are subjoined to this epistle, but which we may be greatly pro uh, profited, for they treat of faith, for they treat of faith and patience, and of all things that pertain to edification in the Lord Jesus. But you know certainly of Ignis, and those that are with him signify to us. These things have I written unto you by 
by Crescensus, whom by this present epistle I have recommended to you and do now according uh, do now again again command um for he has had his conversation without blame among you and i suppose also with you uh he will also have regard unto his sister whom she shall come unto you be ye safe in the lord jesus christ and in favor with all with all yours a amen okay um so towards the end of this letter he's making recommendations for another person and sister to come in and take the place i i'm assuming of ignis because it seems as though ignis and several others were killed off okay um So now our next uh, one will be the book of Hermas and we will get to Hermas tomorrow. I'm trying to see how long Hermas is. Okay, this is interesting. It seems that Hermes is quite long. So, uh, yes, it is. It's quite long. There's some uh, visions and commands in Hermes. Wow, quite a few. Come to think about it. Okay, so we're going to be in the Book of Hermes for quite a spell, and that's good. That is very good. All right, everyone. I hope this uh, was a blessing to many of you out there. It's a confirmation for me. Much of what was said was already said in the scriptures. But again, go over this. Uh, Those of you who have... The Lost Books of the Bible uh, and the uh, the Book of Eden. Um, and for those of you who don't, just uh, go back over this podcast and, you know, re-listen to it again. Okay, if anyone has any questions, you can leave them at anchor.fm right slash linda-mcmillian9. Okay? Uh, if not, you can reach me at mcmillion75gmail.com. All right, everyone. You have a blessed evening and good night.